0: you are now listening to the blueprint pod get ready for another exciting episode so sit back relax and enjoy welcome 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 to another episode of the blueprint pod i'm your host ray roots and today i'm joined by my co-host and co-founder of the brand uh, muhammad imam how are you bro i'm all
1: good all good oh, good to be here i mean we're in the flow of things now episode three so i'm looking forward to speaking to the guest we got today
0: yeah. So, uh, oh, by the way, I forgot is MI visuals. Uh, yeah. I keep forgetting your, I keep forgetting your, your socials.
1: Yeah. I mean, we'll do a little introduction cause I haven't met or spoken to Phil before. So yeah.
0: Yeah. So today, uh, we have a special guest as well. Uh, it's one of my friends who I've known for how long have I known you for like two, four years now, five years. It's been a long time. I feel like we
2: learned known each other longer than you say, but hey, I trust what you
0: say. Yeah, we're, we'll we'll get into that. we will get into that, but but without further ado, ladies and gentlemen, uh, Phil Calvert, aka aka Phil Walkie. So, a Phil round Walkie. of applause for Phil.
2: Give it to me, yay! All right. Hey man, how you doing, bro? You good? I'm good. I'm 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 Corona free, so I'm good.
0: That's a blessing, good. right? Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah.
2: Right. Blessings. So.
0: So I wanna, I wanna, I wanted to get you on the podcast because you have kind of an interesting career, and you have a pretty, pretty interesting career uh, history as well. Uh, because you started out doing something that most people dream about, and now you're still doing something that most people only just really dream about. But before we get into that, I kind of want to talk about how you and I met because we don't have the same story of how we met.
2: Man, it's confusing, man. <laughs> I feel like mean? I know you when you were a little younger. Like I feel like I was coaching you or something, but I guess not.
0: Yeah, I definitely did not know you when I was uh, little, and I you definitely not coaching me. That was that was. Uh, I feel was like I was throw. in the
2: same basketball club as you. I don't know why.
0: Maybe yeah, we probably yeah, we probably saw each other a lot. I think I think I got to know you through uh, one of our mutual friends, Kevin. Or I'm, I, he's more like your friend than mine, but um, but that's funny how like I, I think I remember I just walked up to Phil like i knew her and i was like hey you want to help me with some video stuff and he was like yeah let's do it and where
2: it's that energy man that's why
0: that's the energy right i think like yeah. four years ago we did our first video together Yeah. i mean it was it was pretty bad but but uh regardless like
2: <laughs> that was um phil do you remember what it was about yeah you think it was bad it wasn't bad we did a scene where <laughs> we was eating and then like like and then we did a scene when in a, in a store that's all i remember
0: yeah, so, so we did two videos together, and the first one was sitting in a restaurant, and then uh, the bill comes, and the waiter is like, uh, oh, I'm sorry, and then I'm like, yo, I'll get it, but I'm, I'm just saying it, so he mm-hmm. can say, no, no, I got it.
1: Oh, yeah. And, and oh, yeah.
0: Yeah, and then and, and then I'm saying, like, hey, I got it, and he said, ah, okay, and I was just kind of trying to get out of that and make up a bunch of excuses, and I mean, the concept was funny. I just I just thought the execution was meh, but I mean, it was my first video. Skit. So yeah, it was
2: four years ago. You know how everybody's skits are horrible when they first start to them, and yes. then yeah, yeah, you just had to give it time, man. You just had to give it. Yeah,
0: time. I mean, hopefully, uh, I've improved, and uh, and maybe in the future we can do a, a a revisit of one of those videos and and actually make it good. Um, I, I film, think
2: they were good. I'm on a record saying I think they were good, but it's all you're
0: good. you're on the record saying it's good. All right, I appreciate that, man, because that means a lot. I really thought they were pretty bad, but I guess I was the only one. <laughs> no, they were trash. Um, I'm joking, they, yeah, I'm not that
2: bad. <laughs> <laughs> we're our biggest critics.
0: Yes, that's true. That's true. Because if we're not, we're going to be, we're going to be, uh, we're going to be, what's the word? What's the word? I don't
2: know. I we don't know English.
0: Complacent. Like, we're just going to like accept.
1: Yeah, exactly.
0: We're not going to improve or whatever. But all right, Phil, I want to get to your profession because you have a, your, your story, like you, you're from, you're from Milwaukee. Oh, I'm sorry. You're from Milwaukee. Hey, not Milwaukee.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: That's how yeah. you, know. you know the brand sticks. <laughs>
2: yeah, the yeah, brand I know. That's sticks for it. Like, yeah, you know.
0: <laughs> You're from Milwaukee. How did you find your way to Copenhagen, Denmark?
2: Uh, through basketball. I was playing basketball in California at the university. And then it was a guy who played here. And he was like, and I was like, man, I want to play overseas. He was like, I played overseas. I can help you. And then he like helped me get over here. And I've been here ever since, it seems like.
0: So when when did you come here?
2: I first came in like, oh, 0- 07, 06, 06, at the end of 06 and then 07, then I left and then I came back in 2010 and I've been here ever since.
1: Was that like fresh out of college? Or?
2: Fresh out of college, baby. I was, I was, I was fresh. Never been to another country in mm-hmm. Europe before ever. I was mm-hmm. fresh out of country, out of college. So just imagine coming from Milwaukee to California to Denmark and it's just like, <laughs> what in the heck? Europe was so- weird.
0: So what, what how old were you when you came here? Fresh out of college, was, like, was that like 20. early 20s? Yeah, 23. What was that experience like just going to a different place for the first time with no one you knew around?
2: Um It was weird. It was weird because it, every everything just seemed different. I was living I wasn't even living in Copenhagen. I was living in like this the suburb of Copenhagen. And they were like, yeah, we're going to give you a bike. And I'm thinking like, bro, I don't know how to ride a motorcycle. <laughs> like, I was thinking, a motorcycle? You're going to give me a bike? And they kept talking about their bike. Like, they go, They got a, They got transportation for me, a bike. And I was thinking like, oh, okay, well, maybe they mean like a scooter because uh, this is Europe. And I always used to associate scooters in Europe, like people yeah. driving around. And so then all of a sudden, they gave me like this bike. And I thought it was a joke. I was like, yeah, they, they funny, right? It was the truth, man. Everybody was on bikes. I was like, man. I was coming from the club and I see people on bikes. I was like, "Bro, she rode a bike to the club!" Ha-ha. <laughs> it, that was like normal, you
0: know. Yeah, so that's 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 like that's really Denmark and like in, in Northern Europe in general.
1: Like they really love their bikes. They're just hey. putting uh, bikes uh, some bike lanes down in London now, like this year since coronavirus started. I've just been noticing all, all the roads. roads, yeah, literally all the roads just getting blocked up, and now there's bike lanes popping up out of nowhere. Do you have you have CEOs
0: of like major corporations who ride bikes to work?
2: I think Here. the bike thing is amazing, actually.
0: You like it, so you adjust it pretty quick. I can tell, huh? Man, I will
2: be riding my bike everywhere. Like uh, I'm gonna take my bike.
0: So what? What do you do when you go back home?
2: You know, one summer I tried to pull the whole bike thing off till I got ran off the road a few times, cussed out a few times, bike <laughs> got stolen one time. I was like, yeah. man, half that bike, man. <laughs>
0: So you come to Denmark in 06, 07, and then you leave, and then you come back. You play, pro- you play professional basketball,
2: right? Yeah, yeah, I play professional basketball here. That's what brought me here, and it was just a to- it was just a different vibe. Like basketball is different, you know. My teammates is different. It was just right. a it was just a huge adjustment, but I managed. From a walk, we is, managed.
0: Is it true that? Like, you, have you seen like the you, you, you? Both guys can comment on this. You seen the jokes about like how Michael Jordan used to play with plumbers, mm-hmm. and and, uh, and they're like, yo, they play basketball at night, but in the morning they get a day job. It was that yeah. was that like real in Denmark? Would your teammates have like real nine to fives after playing? Yeah. back back yes. Devin?
2: Exactly. <laughs> they so, literally so, was like, yeah, exactly. Had a work truck and then after practice, jump in a work truck. Wow, but, but, but that's so how did you it have is. a nine to five? That's how it is. Did you have
0: a nine to five as well, or did you? Did you no, did no, you... no.
2: My, my, I did not have a nine to five. I used to, my, my stuff was strictly basketball. But as the years went on, I started to get one, like to try to like uh, double up on the money because it was you can easily have a nine to five and easily play. So right, okay. Yeah, I adapted.
1: Can I so, just ask? Like, when you yeah. first joined, like, what was the, like the dynamics between like you and your team, and like were you like a minority there as well, or? Was it like everyone white or a few black
2: people as well? Or? Nah, everybody, I was the only black person. And everybody knew I was American, like. You <laughs> American. But yes, I, cause you know, I was in a small city, very loose, so it was all good. Like, mm. hella white dudes, just me, it was cool. Like I was the American. And so I had that, it was that dynamic of everything. Mm. And it was cool. I mean, I was used to um, being away from home, playing at another place. I had just came from Milwaukee to play San seven day. You know, yeah. we kind of got the star treatment, I guess you want to say. But it's really not the star treatment here because basketball is not popular at all. So, it was like a star treatment within, like, that city. Because the paper would say, oh, it's a new American in town, whatever, whatever. So. But <laughs> yeah, it wasn't even a star treatment. It was just, like, people staring.
0: So, I I have a question about... Because I remember, like, a few years ago, we talked about how, like, Milwaukee is one of the maybe more segregated cities in America. Right. Because- uh, so... So, going from from I don't know which parts of Milwaukee you grew up in, but were you in the parts that uh, represented your race? So the black areas?
2: Yeah, yeah, you... I mean. Yeah. It was um so I even went I even went to like a school where the government had this thing called the 220 program where they took inner city kids and tried to segregate the segregate the city and, and take them and put them in schools that was in the suburbs. So It was a lot of efforts trying to stop all of that because, you know, that's bad for business if you have a huge city that's pretty dope, but it's just super segregated. And people notice that. That's like one of the first things people notice. Like, hey, is this an all-white city? Or, hey, is it all black? Because you go to one side of town and it's just segregation. And it sucks. But it's getting better. But it sucks.
0: So what's that that like going from that experience to to being in an all-white country almost?
2: Yeah, so yeah, so I had to be. It was like shell shock. So I would like live in Denmark for the eight months with basketball season. Then I go home and it would just be an all black Walmart and like all black grocery <laughs> stores. And I'm like, what the? Like, I mean, obviously I I got used to, but it was just weird to see like everybody right. was black. And I'm just right. like, what in the world? And then right. that and it made me notice how messed up things were back home in the states. That's one of the right. things. Mm-hmm. Well, well, I was walking like, around Shell Shock, smiling, saying "What's up" to all the black people. Like, hey, hey, hey! <laughs> my sister's like, you can't talk to everybody. I was like, I ain't seen black people in so long. Look at everybody.
1: <laughs> it's funny because like, I, like my first ever holiday was in, to Turkey. Um, I, I, I I was born in Kenya, but I grew up in in London. And then yeah, like when I was in Turkey, I was, I was literally counting like all the other black people. <laughs> I was literally like counting them, like every time I saw one, I like, give them a little nod.
2: <laughs> of course, that's what it's about. That's- yeah that's
0: hilarious cuz cuz Phil you have a you have a thing you do when you travel and you meet when I mean, you you meet another uh a black person you 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 acknowledge them in a certain way. Can you talk about that that's pretty funny every time I see it on your social media?
2: Yeah, so I got this thing it's my rule, my number one rule with traveling. Always acknowledge a black person when you see them because you know from from when my traveling when I the places I travel it don't be a lot of black people traveling. So when you see another black person, you like double take, like, "Hey, hey, there's another black person." And so I always acknowledge them, give them the head nod or the, or the or the fist bump or whatever the case may be, because I know they probably feel it's uncomfortable when you're the only black person. It feels uncomfortable, so I just give them a little extra, you know. I see you right there, brother, and and it always people always smile and they take it with with a smile, and I, I think it's important. I think, acknowledgement is important. So,
0: I I'm, I um. Now that we're on the topic of traveling and and race, I remember you talked about a green book. Yeah. So what's a green book and what's that got to do with traveling?
2: Oh, so back, so check this out. So back in the day, obviously segregation ruled the United States. It's built on segregation. That's why we're so messed up right now because Mm -hmm. because of of racist laws and, and racism, whatever. And so... Um so there was this book it was called The Negro Motorist Guide and what it did was this black guy in in New York City his name was Victor Hugo Green he made this book for places black people can go and get treated fairly and it was, it was that, or that served the black people and so in the middle of the 30s in the 40s and the, the 50s and 60s there was like this uh, boom with car sales and stuff. So everybody was getting cars and they were just expanding and traveling around. Americans were traveling around America. They were taking their cars and traveling and black people was doing the same. But black people couldn't go to certain cities. Like no blacks here, no blacks here. It was towns called sundown towns. When the sun come down, do not go to that town because they don't serve black people or you can get killed. They'll make an example. So they made this book called The Green Book and everybody had it. And they were like, so whenever you go on to travel, you make sure you had your green book. So you go and you support businesses that supported black people or people mm-hmm. of color. So yeah. And now it's a new book out, a green book that's out right now. If you go look on Amazon, it's called The Green Book. Go check it out. And I'm on the cover like, yeah. Damn. Really? Yeah, it's facts. I even got Let's a go gift. It If you type it, if you type on Instagram, Twitter, uh uh black traveler or or ABC Green Book, yeah, you'll see me you'll see me with my fist in the air, like boom, it's me, a gift baby. I'm telling the truth.
1: That's pretty cool. Oh, I see it.
0: Yeah, I see it. You that's, see? You a, that's you in uh that's you in uh in the Austrian
2: Yeah, that's me with my mountain love. outfit. Yeah, my leader who in-
0: <laughs> Yeah, that's funny. <laughs> yeah.
1: All right, so, I, I want to, unless uh, Imam, do you have anything? Yeah, wanna? I mean, I was just going to comment on that as well. Like, uh, it's interesting as well because we're, like, I'm a Muslim um, and I'm, I'm black as well. And, like, I, I've always been thinking about that. Like, when I travel, I always ask people, like, what's the experience like for like, black people? What's the experience like for Muslim people? Like, I'm um, also yeah. like, I have food as well, but I also want to be treated right as well. So, I, I'm, I'm I'm like, I kind of like drawing up a green book of my own in my head. So, it's interesting <laughs> that you say that. So, I'm going have to go and find one,
2: man. <laughs> Yo, I mean, but I'm, I'm sure everybody does that though. Like, mm. it, I mean, it's a necessary when traveling. When, mm. and I don't eat pork either. I remember when I was in China and, yeah. um, and they were like halal places and you ask the question like halal, halal. And they're yeah. like people who know what it is, they'll point to it and be like, yeah, yeah, it's over here. And then it was like, it's another one over here. You can go down mm. here. But I was like, dang, but it's some mm. cities that straight halal in China that I love. Like, mm. like it's some Muslim cities in China. Mm. And it's super halal, and the food is delicious, and I have no worry. I just eat everything.
0: Mm. So, yeah, because cause I remember talking to you about that after you got back from China. Like, there's, there was like you had some trouble finding some food, right?
2: Yeah, man, it was it's bad. Like you gotta, they 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 eat some strange, some different things. You gotta be careful.
0: <laughs> That's like a culture shock thing or, or cultural difference thing that we're gonna talk about later in 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 the in the segment. Uh, but I, I kind of want to transition into. Uh, your current profession, because if someone asks me, what does Phil do right now? I have a hard time saying one thing.
2: Yeah. So wh- what
0: would you say is your profession?
2: So I think my profession is, and I always say this, I always be like, because the last past two years, I've worked with the NBA. So I'm right. a, I, I coach, uh, I train um, coaches and I train players but with the NBA. So that's what I was doing up until the pandemic uh, terminated our jobs. But it was traveling and coaching, right? But I also do a side hustle, and that's travel um, for different companies. So let's say a tourism board wants, to, um, wants people to see what they have going on in freaking Kansas City. So they'll invite me there, and I just show it on my social media. So I guess it's a travel influencer. So I'm a coach and a travel influencer.
0: All right, so your your employer, or until at least until the pandemic hit, your employer was the NBA yep. and then uh, various travel companies.
2: Yeah, so the NBA would put me, they, we would travel to different cities and then we'll look for talent. So oh. we'll look for good talent to send to the NBA schools. They have like schools in certain countries. And so we'll look for those talented players or people who have potential to have talent. And then they're just building them. The NBA is working on their games. They, like, go to, they send them to school. They give them the facilities. They get trained by like NBA coaches and stuff like that, trying to uh, promote basketball and trying to get those young players in their country to the NBA because it's worldwide, baby. It's worldwide.
0: Mm-hmm. So it's mainly kids that you're working with, right? Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Definitely kids, 18 and under. So how
0: how how did you come about this opportunity? How did this just because it's it's a pretty unusual job to work with uh, the NBA for yeah. the average person, but I guess you're not the average person. So how how did how did that come about?
2: Social media. I went to India uh, to go check out India, and I was on India. And whenever I go back to a country, I try to do a little some something, something for. If I feel like I'm exploiting the culture, I try to do like uh, some free that I think like my services. So. Me playing professional basketball and me coaching for over 15 years, I reached out to, like, a, a, um, a youth coach and was like, hey, listen, here's my resume. I want to, you know, I want to do a free clinic for you guys. She was like, of course. So she, was, she, had, a, she had, like, the, some kids she coached who were, like, 10 and under or something like that. So I did, like, a couple free clinics for three days. And then um, at the end, I do this thing called Shot of the Day. And it's where oh, I, yeah. I do, like, a backwards shot. So I did the backward shot and I put that on social media. And a girl who worked for the NBA was following me and she was like, okay, I'm gonna tell this guy about you who is in the NBA and they have a basketball school there and they're looking for talent. And they're looking for talent, but she like broke it down to me and I was like, okay, cool. So she told him about me. Then the, the, the lady who I did the coaching for a couple of days later called the same guy and was like, hey, there's this guy, he was in India, he did this thing with the kids, he was amazing, blah, blah, blah. I think she said he was amazing. So, um, <laughs> then, uh, so then the guy calls me and was like, hey, listen, I've gotten two calls from two different people talking about that you coach kids. Can you send me a resume? I think I might have a job for you. Sent him the resume. He called me back and he was like, yeah, let's, uh, you want to work for the NBA? And the rest is history.
0: So, So, yeah. so would you say that so you're traveling. You're doing your other job, which is traveling for traveling companies, and then you just decided to do something for the local area that's kind of been hosting you for the past couple of.
2: Yeah. Well, sometimes like, for
0: you, it's like months, right? So you like they've been hosting you for like months.
2: I mean, not really months. Like I, I don't think I've ever, unless it was working with the NBA, been to a country for months. But like, for example, so let's say I was in India and I feel like I was exploiting a culture, like. I was getting I was getting money and like praises and likes and all this stuff for just showing Indian culture. And I did nothing for the culture. Right. So I'm like, you know what, what what can I offer? Because I don't got money like that. I don't know what to do. So all I know is basketball. Let me reach out to a local basketball. And I did it. And then I think I did the same thing in Africa. I was getting likes. I didn't get no money, but I was getting like likes and people sharing my pictures. And I was like, man, let me reach out to like an orphanage and I did like a basketball camp there, and then like, you know, when I go home, I do little small basketball camps there. um I think I did a basketball camp in the Philippines, like little small just little small stuff, not basketball camps, but like do small stuff stuff I can offer when I exploit cultures, and that's basically it.
1: okay can I just and also- I got a
2: job from this so. hmm
1: yeah, you know, before you continue, on can I just ask? Like, when you say the word "exploit," what do you mean by that? Because I don't feel like you go to exploit the the country itself or the culture. Um, but what do you mean by that?
2: Yeah, so I don't. I, I don't really be like because I just be putting them on my story. Like I'm a real, I'm a real like in your face type of social media guy. So if I come to somebody and we're like laughing and talking, and people see that interaction and it's genuine, it's super genuine. that I put it on my story. And then after I look at it, I'm like, man, maybe I should have asked them or told them that it was going to be in front of a couple thousand people, like they were going to see this. And I feel bad about it, but it's all with a good heart doing it. And I'm not doing nothing. I don't feel. I feel like I'm not doing anything bad. So I feel like maybe that's like I'm getting a lot of people, uh, people praise and likes and stuff like that from other people's lifestyle. So I feel like I'm giving. I need to give back. Mm
0: it doesn't sound like exploitation to me it sounds like you're yeah. just on a on a vacation and you just document more than uh what maybe the average person does but i think that's cool that you're, you're still uh finding a way to give back uh in some way and and that has led to different opportunities for you which is which is really interesting but how did you how did you even get to india and get paid for it before we even before you even started to get in touch with the nba
2: oh no no i didn't get paid for the N in- oh yes i did yes i did i did do so uh <laughs> I went just for a vacation because I ain't never been to in India, right? But then, you know, so there's a hustle behind it. You reach out to certain companies and be like, hey, I'll be in India during this. And then they'd be like, oh, okay, yeah, can you promote this? We'll give you $1,000 or I will give you $500 you promote this. Or you take a picture in front of here and tag this, this, this. So little stuff like that. You'd be like, oh, okay. So, so that's how I got there and did it. But the basketball would, thing was just all like me wanting to do something for for them.
0: Would you say that anybody can reach out to a traveling company? Do you have to have some sort of foundation, like uh, a a little following on social media, or like can can uh, uh, the average person on 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 the street go to a, a traveling company or, or, for that matter, any company and say, "Hey, I'm going here. Is there any way that we can work together?"
2: I think the average person can, but your mouthpiece gotta be. Code. You but you gotta offer them something. Like companies, they want something for something. You know, you can't just be like, hey, I'm going to your country and I wanna show people my your country. They gonna be like, all right, cool. And I want you to pay me. They gonna be like, no, what for? You know what I'm saying? You gotta offer some people something. Like I only had like three thousand followers when I first got my first not even three thousand. I think I had like two something, two thousand followers when I first got my first paid gig. But the thing that I was offering them was entertainment. Like I was in front of their social media, producing entertaining content. And that's why they was able to get me free travels and money in my pocket because I would offer them that, even though I only had, like, 2,000 followers.
0: Mm. So,
2: so, like, you got to come with a game plan. And I didn't even know that was possible until, like, people put me on game and told me.
1: And now you got like you've got to the point where your own social media can like benefit the companies you work with as well when you like sh- like kind of talk about them when you're talking about exactly. it so it's kind of like evolved into its own
2: so that's really cool yeah and it's a, and I and I need to learn how to exploit that a little more so you want to talk about exploiting I need to learn how to. Use that a little bit more because I don't do it as I should.
0: I I think the right word is leverage, right? Leverage, yeah. Yeah, Yeah, Leverage or exploitation,
2: man.
1: (laughs)
0: Such a negative word, exploitation. I know. It it, it assumes that someone is being taken advantage of.
2: Oh, I am Uh, definitely. These companies be taking advantage of you. Actually,
0: (laughs) (laughs) Have you had any bad experiences with companies?
2: Um. I think, you, don't have to
0: na- you don't have to name them, but.
2: Um, is there anything I mean, I've on the had, top of your I've, mind? Had, I've had companies talk to people who were working on um, campaigns and be like, "Why is he putting his fist in the air? What's that all about?" And stuff oh, like that. Oh, interesting.
0: Yeah. So what's <laughs> like, what, what's what's the what's the fist for those? Fist, who don't I mean, know? It,
2: it, it's for like solidarity. It's for like unity, right? It's, it's it was done a long ass time ago, and that's what it's for, right? And then like. Black culture took it as like the, the, the symbol for black power, you know? And um, right. yeah, and so that's what they did it for, right? Because it means unity, solidarity, right? And so I happened to go to the same college that um, these two guys in Mexico in the 1968 Olympics, there's this iconic shot of two black African-Americans when they win the gold and the silver medal Instead of it receiving the gold while the national anthem going on, they put their fists in the air with a black glove and they put it in the air. And it's just an iconic shot that they're doing I've that, seen that in the midst of the civil rights movement during the United States. It was like their protest against America, even though they won the gold for America. We, we win this gold. We are on top of the world, yet we're still slaves in our own home. So they put the fists up in the air, right? And I'll go to their, I picture. went to their college. Yeah, they, they was like athletes at my college. They came and they talked to us. They told us about it. They could tell us stories. So I felt connected to them. And so the first time I ever went overseas, ever went overseas, I'm like overseas just chilling. And I'm, and I'm just, I, I don't know what to do. Like They like pose and I just put my fist in the air like, yeah. Like I felt accomplished, you know what I'm saying? So that's why I always put my fist in the air. And I, and I have like this saying about it, like, of course it means black power, but it also means solidarity, strength from all cultures and all people, right? And that's why I do it. And I think, you know, with the whole BLM movement, some companies were turned off and they asked like certain other people, like, why does he do that all the time? And they were like, they were telling him like, cause he loves where he's from and he loves who he is. And she had to, right. do, she had to say that for them to get the whole negative aspect from it, take it away and then give me an opportunity or didn't give me an opportunity. You know what I'm saying?
0: So, I remember anyway. talking to you about this, uh... I think like two years ago, maybe even that. Yeah. Um, but I, but like you're not, you're not, you didn't never stop doing it because I see it all the time on your social media. So yeah. So, so how do you how how do you go about like balancing your principles, but also making sure that you have food on the table?
2: So yeah, if you don't, if you, I I don't want to work with a company that don't want to um, um, if you can't see what black. Lives Matter mean, or not even only Black Lives Matter, because I was doing it before Black Lives Matter. You can't see if somebody's um, very proud of their culture. If you don't understand that, then why do I, wanna work with your you, I don't right. want to work with your company? I, wanna show, I don't want to work with your company. I want to show your company to my followers. I don't want them to buy your stuff. I don't want to have anything to do with it. So I just keep doing it, and I feel like it's all about energy. I feel like people know what it means and the companies that want to work with me will work with me and i don't see it, it ain't been a problem yet you know right right and and i have been on shoots where they be like yay yeah, uh you don't you because they give us free will to take pictures but they was like can you make sure that you don't put they and they'll explain like nothing wrong with it but we don't want a picture with that and i'm like all right cool whatever you know right right yeah
0: do you have any
1: follow-ups Mohammed? No, I'm good. I'm good. And
2: then sometimes you got to be careful what you do on social media because I remember one time, I was in like the I was in a rainforest and it was like girls from like a rainforest who were, um, they don't they don't know what I was saying and I said something like, "Can I try to get their number?" And then they were like, um, <laughs> and the man was like, "I don't think they have a phone." And like it was like a joke. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and it was a joke. And the company was like, "Hey, we're real big on fem- feminism." Um. We just need to know more about what this phrase was about, because if this has anything that could ruin our um, look or whatever, we don't, want any, we don't want to be involved. So I had to break it down to him and tell him, like, oh, no, I didn't mean any disrespect. Don't take it out of context. Look at before. I'm asking questions before and then watch the end. because so it's all respectful. And so it's about explaining because, you know, cultures, things are different. You got to explain something to people especially companies that culturally clueless So you got to mm, break that down right
1: yeah i guess you're like the human face of those companies and they're kind of learning from you as well so there's, there's a lot of like evolution around the whole process man so it's a really cool interesting like kind of role that you picked up
2: yeah thank you brother. <laughs> you, you so, used to uh, play sports team?
1: I mean, yeah, I mean, uh, I mean, I mean, Ray didn't really introduce me today, but <laughs> um, so, yeah. Sorry, that's yeah, a bad I, habit. I, I I'm was still a, learning my intro. I was never a professional, uh, yeah. but yeah, I was a regular football soccer for you guys. Regular football, like really into my football um, up until like college as well. And then I had an ACL injury. And then since then, I've kind of been off it, but um, I'm okay. still an avid sports fan. But, uh, yeah, I've been doing, like, graphic design for a few years, but I also, like, I, I met her in social media, and then, um, yeah, I'm going to have to beep out a whole bunch of things. But, yeah, and then um, I've been doing a podcast with a few friends of mine to try, kind of, like, inspire um, young people from the same environment as me to read. So, like, we were reading a book every week, and then we were making oh, nice. a podcast about it for, like, a whole year, and then um, we were trying to encourage as many people we, as we could to do that, Um And that's, like, kind of how I got led into, uh, well, we've um, founded this, so we're trying to inspire people in other ways now. That's dope. Yeah. What book y'all reading this week? I mean, I I ain't done it in a minute, but (laughs) right now I'm reading uh, (laughs) uh, the – we actually do, like, book recommendations at the end, but um, right now I'm just reading a book about graphic design because, yeah, I'm trying to, like, just perfect my skills and stuff. So, yeah. Oh, okay. Well, you did, did, like –
0: how many continuous, like, consecutive weeks that we like, you release? Them? We did
1: like a whole year of, of of books. So there was one, there was even one week where we did three books in one week, and we were like, because it was like a whole series, and like we just finished it. Like it was crazy. Like some people will say, like, why do you like f- push it and force it? But honestly, I think like having the deadlines on ourselves and and like pushing it to the extreme like helped us like really develop faster, and like yeah. pushed us to produce more content. Um and yeah, I I, it was a crazy time, but I kind of like I want to go back to it, so (laughs) I'm thinking of going back to it and and doing a book a week as well. So I really recommend that. Anyway, yeah, maybe if I got time reading books. (laughs) (laughs) What do you do when you're traveling? The actual process of traveling, man,
2: podcast. Yeah, because podcast or like finishing because it's important. I feel like if you are Instagram um influencer, I feel like you you have to follow up with people because then they feel engaged to, to like your stuff and promote your stuff and even even buy your stuff. So I feel like you got to write people back and it takes a while for me to write back. Mm,
1: especially with your grand uh, uh, fan base. Yeah. Or I sleep. Or oh, I be sleep. I'm trying to sleep on the plane. Oh, man, I cannot sleep on a load. If it's not my bed, then I can't sleep there.
0: <laughs> yeah, same with me. I can't sleep in airplanes and hotels. Oh, I mean, I can sleep in hotels, but like, I can't. I have to lie down in a comfortable bed. I'm like a snob.
1: Yeah, <laughs>
2: I need my bed. Yeah, but, I, mean, I mean, I'm a bit
0: of a snob.
1: I mean, if you if you travel regularly, I guess then that's like you have to. <laughs> right, you'll be like a zombie. You're, like every time you're you're trying to like you're trying to be bubbly, but deep down you're like, damn, <laughs> I could use thirty <laughs> minutes it. Right, <laughs> Phil. I have a question for you. That cause, yeah. so, um,
0: you're traveling a lot, whether that's for traveling companies or that's for the NBA. Mm-hmm. And I think the last the last time you went away was China, right?
2: Mm, nope. The last place I was at was India because I oh, India. left. I had, I came to Denmark from the pandemic in India. The NBA told us we have to get out of India because we don't know what's gonna happen. When the world locks down and we're locking down them, Is your
0: employment permanently terminated?
2: Uh yeah, man. So yeah, so this is the thing. My job involved traveling and being around hella people. So like it is done until we figure something out, until they figure something out. They so, they feel bad about it, but they but there's no way around it. You can't do virtual basketball, you know. You right. can, but not at the extent we were doing it.
0: Right. Yeah, there's there's so many things to to talk about and, and just that uh, that area as well uh, that you just mentioned. But the first thing I really want to ask about is like the psycholo- psychology of of traveling and being away that long from people that you care about or that right. you have a relationship with. How, how does that because like, you must have a lot of alone time.
2: Yeah, I do. I do. But, you know, I use that alone time to try to talk to my family like sometimes the time differences be like a gift because when I wind down when I wind it down I can talk to my grandmother you know when I'm winding down she's just now like doing watching her soap operas or whatever the case may be like she's right. relaxing yeah so that's good because if we both wind down at the same time that long day then I would never be able to talk to my mom and stuff like that and my mom and my dad and my family so it's always good to be like Dude, those time difference was like, thank God for it. You know what I mean? So, mm. and and the way you know, so, social media is, yeah, I might be far away and I can't touch you physically, but I know everything was going on. At any moment, my mom could get a hold of me. You know, back in right. the day, uh, allegedly, you had to write a letter and wait for him to write back. Allegedly. Yeah. Yeah. I would <laughs> Yeah, because you know. I don't know. I don't know why I said you <laughs>
0: So if 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 me and uh, Muhammad Imam we I don't know why I keep saying your full name I'm just gonna I, say like, I love that's it man that's
2: dope I wanted to say it but I didn't want to mess with her <laughs> all
0: right well I'll I'll say your full name then because it's like an artist name right
2: Muhammad Imam on a word uh, you, no,
0: you don't just say J you say J Z, right so mm. I'm I'm going to use your full name is that his surname <laughs> <laughs> yes yeah, Z is his, is his last name. <laughs> um, so so if if me and uh, if muhammad the imam and i we do something we can if we're if we're not feeling motivated we can find whatever excuse to not do it but if you're that far away from people and and your whole life is kind of centered around that job how do you find motivation to to do that job on the days where you feel down
2: is it which one the basketball or the, uh or the social media
0: uh, both. Let's do. Let's do both. So the
2: basketball is so humbling, bro. Like you don't get it. Like, like they've never seen. I go to places where they've never actually met a black person before, or like a, a black person of my stature. Like I'm not bragging anything, but I'm a big dude, right? So I come. Right. I bring this good energy. There's a certain like, um, there's a certain stereotype that goes into to who black men are. So when I enter the room. They see who I am, you can see them; their their eyes light up, right? Their eyes light up, so I gotta bring that energy because I know this is the first time that they'll be meeting a black person and they probably had their stereotypes and I'm representing the NBA, something I love dearly, so I have to be on. And it's, it doesn't take much because of the whole, what it's all about, you know what I'm saying? Like I'm promoting basketball, I'm promoting a black man, a male, you know what I'm saying? I'm a promoting America now, you know what I'm saying? So it's just like, I don't need a switch to turn it on. Or, or I, I can just turn it on off because it's there. Like, it, 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 it motivates itself. And these are the first time, and this is what gets me. This is the first time they ever, some, in India, this is the first time they ever touched the basketball. So, like, kids have never touched the basketball, and then you see the joy, with, how they feel when they're playing basketball and having fun. I'm like, bro, this is priceless, man. I'll be going home thanking God and like, thank you for letting me have this job. Like, I've seen the, the looks of a kid's face of improvement. Like, they can't dribble the ball consecutively. Then they do it and they smile and look at you. I think it's so dope. So I don't really need no motivation because that, that moves me right there. You know, I can have the worst day in the world. But if I go to work, I might be sleepy in the car right there, bumpy roads, almost running into cows and stuff. But as soon as you see the kid's faces, man, it all changes.
0: So what about what about for, like, Social media and travel companies. There must be like one day where you're like, I really don't want to do anything today.
2: Yeah, but yeah I mean, hey, that money—you got to do it for the money. Yeah, of <laughs> course. It's always days like that. Like I gotta psych myself up. Like, okay, this is only thirty seconds. Like I always be doing that. Like, all right, here we go. Let's be extra for thirty seconds. And I'm right. like, yo, this is—they're gonna see this only for like fifteen seconds. Here we go. What's up? Today's a good day to have a good day. And then you know, you just flow from there, right? Because it can get tiresome. You be lonely. So do you have a you what? I said you be lonely in the bed in a great hotel all by yourself, brother. You'd be...
0: How does that affect someone's
2: mental health? Oh man, it depends on your situation. If you don't got a girlfriend, I don't know how it will affect you. Because I mean, you don't know what it's like. But uh, right. but I mean, I. Mean, it, I Luckily, I've been blessed enough to be in, like, big cities. Like, if I'm by myself in freaking Croatia, I just go outside and you see people. And it's not that bad. Like, being, like, I was in Inner Mongolia, and I always try to get 10,000 steps. So I'm Inner Mongolia, and I'm laying in this old, cold hotel room. And I'm like, I got to get out of here. This shit is killing me, bro. So I go outside in Inner Mongolia, and I'm walking by myself. And then it just turns into like, you appreciate these moments. Well, for me, it just turns to, I appreciate these moments that I'm able to just get up, go and walk, even though it's nothing, you're bored. And I get up, go and walk. And I'm just, I don't know, I flip it. I use, you know, I use my tools of positivity to flip that with the mental health stuff. I feel my feels, but I, I gotta flip it, yo.
0: Right. So, so is there is there a so you come from the basketball world and there's a, usually a lot of competitiveness there and like oh, yeah. being better than your your competition. So how, how does that transition into your your uh, post basketball career, post playing career, but also your your traveling uh, career?
2: So I'm a is very there... competitive person, man. And I remember I came and brought the same spirit to the travel world. And this girl who was like a pro at travel and she told me, "Hey, listen." This ain't basketball. We all in this together. <laughs> chill out. Like she told me to chill out. And I, I needed to hear that because I used to be super competitive. And I used to be like, oh, he got he got a he got a trip from the Barbados. I need to get all my stuff. Like, oh, you see this dude out right here? Oh man, I'm better than him. Come on, look at how you do that. You know, I was being right. real critical. She's like, hey, listen, listen, listen. This ain't basketball. You need to chill out. This is travel. There's a lot of space for everybody. Everybody travels. Everybody's traveling. Everybody travel. hmm. And so I was like, oh, you're right. And she told me that early, and I and I don't really try to trip. Obviously, I'm competitive, like, all right, but I, I know that I always think of our words and be like, this ain't basketball. It's enough space for everybody.
0: Right. Yeah, in basketball, there's space for five people on the court. Exactly. And yeah. 15 on the team. So yeah. uh, I guess that's different. The world is bigger than a basketball court anyway. So there's, Right.
2: And everybody there's travels, space. and traveling, you can, yeah. Content right. king and right. ain't nobody better than me either you hear the competitive right now <laughs> ain't nobody promote your brand like me brother
0: there we go there that we go is,
2: it's a travel brand
0: that's right i kind of want to talk to you because we have a little bit of time left i want to talk to you about your social media because we've touched upon it a little bit during this episode but your social media kind of blew up
2: it did i got featured so, on the shade room baby
0: that is that when it blew up
2: yeah, it blew up that. And then I got featured on this one, like a lot of people started sharing this one video of me and my ex-girlfriend. Um, I like surprised her. And so that shared, so people were sharing that. And then in the caption it had, even though he's single now, when he was in a relationship. And so I think that's what blew me up a little that. <laughs> <laughs> that's nah. funny.
1: So,
0: so uh, do you remember, do you remember how it, like how when you where you were when that happened or or how yeah. you felt when your social media started exploding
2: so i so it's all strategic now 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 i if this ever happened again i know what i'm doing so what happened was i was asleep and people had wrote me like yo you on the shade room yo you on the shade room. and the only reason i was on the shade room is because i had a um i had a show i had a show on the matador network and the shade room promoted it like yo he's a black traveler boom you know they promoted it Now i was like what okay that's dope and so i start blowing up and i remember just i just turned my phone off i didn't even look at it for two (laughs) days i didn't look at my phone because it was too much it was like people was hitting me up and then my instagram was going off and i was getting hella followers so i just turned my phone off and that was the dumbest thing i've ever could have done you know what i mean i feel like i should i could have capitalized so much on that and i always think about that moment like dang because you got people who look and they come to your page, they look at your page and they leave. And and I didn't do a story or nothing. And if I was thinking at the time, now I know if I ever blow up again like that, bro, I'm putting the best story. I'm putting the biggest thirst trap with my picture with my shirt off, everything, man. <laughs> I want, I need you to stay on that page. I need you to follow. Because I had like, I think like 90,000 people go just look at my page. You know what I mean? Like you could right. tell that from the analytics and i didn't capitalize i didn't even do a story i didn't do nothing so it's it's a you gotta just capitalize from that
0: right so has it changed anything for your career other Uh, than like getting more
2: followers yeah yeah i mean you got more eyeballs on you you got more people supporting you you got more engagement and that's how i'm able to get this stuff because um if you look at somebody who got like a hundred thousand followers and a blue check mark and my right. engagement, and compared to theirs, even though they got fifty thousand more followers or whatever, we have pretty much the same engagement. And so, I feel like that's important. Companies look at that a lot. And so, so you leverage
0: your social media.
2: Yeah, you. Tr- yeah, I try my best. Yeah. So like right. now, I just don't. I post a story to post a story, but now, like, if I have something to say, I strategically do it. Like, I'm like, all right. If I have a story, I gotta I gotta literally tell a whole story because the more you post, the more people look at your stuff. And so, right. whenever I post on my story, I try to post like eight things after. You know what I mean? Like if I gotta work for a company, I, I let I try to be like, all right, so I'm posting for the next eight hours. Every hour, I'm posting something. Right. Yeah. That's how. It's you know happening. what? Maybe.
0: Maybe we got to get you on another episode in the future where you can talk about social media strategy because
1: it seems like you're, you you kind of know what you're doing.
2: Man, hey, look, it took a while.
1: You, you thought about doing like social media coaching kind or of thing? getting people to, to pay you for that or you already done that?
2: No, I never did that because I don't really know it like that. You know what I mean? I just mm-hmm. know about like Instagram and Snapchat because those were the, my, the things I had the most success yeah. with. Yeah. B- but uh, yeah, I don't really know. I'm just telling you my experience. That's all
1: I know, baby. Yeah, man. But I feel like you could, people can learn a lot from you in that way. Uh, obviously, I'm not going to sell you for for that. But <laughs> I feel like um, based on like the amount of followers you have alone and how much engagement yeah. you get, I think people will value that and like maybe pay you for that. I don't know. But Yeah, I'm just that out there.
0: I think I think one of the the things that makes you stand out, Phil, is that even though your social media blew up, like you you still engage with people and you're not corporate if that's I, mean, I, I that's an interesting word to use but you're not corporate i remember i remember doing a, a giveaway on my small small account and i was like yo phil can you post this on your story and stories for you is money like right like that's like if if you post something that, that has a value from your perspective and and it was never like a it was never like a yeah i can't do that it was like yeah sure why not and i think a lot of people can feel that that it's just yeah. you being you and you're being genuine and like and you don't you don't you don't. You're not corporate. You're like the people's champ, almost like oh, Muhammad Ali you, of Instagram.
2: Thank you, baby. That's <laughs> what I'm trying to. Man, because look, because it's nothing to me. Like I, I feel like relationships are way more important than anything. Like if somebody needed help with social media. Like that ain't hurting me. I'm putting money in your, or I'm hopefully I'm putting money in your pocket. Like why wouldn't I do it? Like I don't get people who do it. Like I wouldn't post anything that's like, like somebody I know who. Just like is really nasty on social media, and he asked me, hey, can you promote? Can you post this?" I was like, "Bro, I cannot support this, bro. Like, I right. like it, but I can't put this. I can't put this out there because it looks bad for me doing this. Like, I had to explain to him. He's like, I understand. I understand where it's coming from, and I, I love to do, but I couldn't do it. But when you are working hard and you're genuine, why not? Man? Like, it's nothing to me. Like, right. everybody eats. That's how I look. Right." At it.
0: And that's kind of been the way that I've known you from the beginning. Like I barely knew you, and I was like, "Yo, you want to be in a video?" And you, like, you could have, you could have been like, "I don't know you," like. But, but I was did know like you, it. man.
2: I know you from a long time ago,
0: brother. No, you did not feel. That. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like. Yeah. It. Nah. But uh, but uh, you you have a, a very interesting. Uh, Career, But so, so the next natural question would be, what's your end goal? Like, what's your what's your goal in terms of your career and what you're doing right now?
2: So the end goal, I think, with social media and I, don't, I feel like my window is a little it's like maybe two more years. I'm trying to get I'm trying to get a show on um, trying to get a travel show on either on somebody's somebody's network. Um, I signed with right. a production company. Which is coming to an end. I signed with a production company in the, during this pandemic. And we were looking. We we're, were searching for a show. But you know, travel is the worst thing right now. Nobody's traveling. Nothing's happening. Right. And um, I don't know. I'm just trying to get this travel show. And from there, from the travel show, then obviously other things could snowball. But I, right now, I just want this travel show. Because I know once I get the travel show, there will be more to come. It won't just be just that one travel show. It's going to be other stuff. Trying to be like Anthony right. Bourdain when it comes to
0: the travel
2: show. I mean, tra-
0: traveling uh, shows are really addictive. Right. Like I'm I'm watching. I'm I keep watching uh, a traveling food show with my wife, and I just I just like which one just, every. It's called Somebody Feed Phil.
2: I love that show.
0: Yes, it's it's an awesome show. It's it's from the guy who did Everybody Loves Raymond.
2: And that's why he's where he is because he he's about who you know, man. That's what it is. Yeah. Nothing against him because he's a great talent. But he created Raymond, so he know all the right people. I ain't create nothing. I don't know nobody. I be I'm out here struggling. Yeah, so, so
0: cool. what is so? How do you network? Like, like you you talk. We talk about social media and and real relationships be more important. So, how do you go about creating actual real meaningful relationships?
2: Man, I don't really know. Like, I don't go to any of these. I've been to some of these like travel. Um, what is it called? I can't remember the name of them where, where like all the travel boards are and stuff like that um I don't know what it's called, but I go to those things and try to talk and so they can see my face so they can see like me personally and won't forget I wear the positivity shirt and I'm in these tourism boards face like hi, I'm Phil, and I will be contacting you later I just you just need to see me, and so it's stuff like that that I do when it comes to travel, I try to go to these what's uh, conventions? What that yeah conventions yeah 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 I try to go to these things but you know they all shut down and um, because of the whole corona thing I missed a whole year of them last year I went to like two of them and that's what I try to do I try to get I, that's how I network or or like engaging in people's on people's social media writing them asking questions because you know everybody looks and see like who is this asking this question? so when they come to my page bam it hits Right. So networking is all about the work you put into it, man.
0: So how, I didn't how create you,
2: nothing.
0: How have you like you've been forced to adjust during COVID? So yeah. how, how does that how does that been for you and, and how did you adjust? And did you even adjust at all? It sucks, man.
2: COVID sucks. <laughs> <laughs> I i I was forced to adjust mentally. Like I was dealing with some things mentally, COVID. I saw a therapist. I, well, I was, yeah, I'm not seeing her anymore, but I had to adjust in that way. Like, it was really, COVID really was tearing me up, man. But, but I mean, who, who I mean, everybody was affected, right? Right. And so it was just was, I don't know. I, I still haven't adjusted. I know what I'm going to do differently now once it opened up, but mentally it was my biggest adjustment. And, like, I just got a job for the first time since March last month. So that's been my part. So I really ain't even adjusted really physically and financially, but yeah, I adjusted financially. I'm losing money because I've been spending all the time. My <laughs> <laughs> pockets adjusting. So that's about it, man. I don't even. I wish I would. I wish I had a great answer about adjusting. I'm still dealing well, I mean, with that, my issues.
0: That's that's real because a lot of people who are doing uh whatever like pursuing dreams, they're. Like it's it's nice to know that people who are successful are also struggling. Like it's not easy to operate under COVID. Like for me, for example, yeah. I lost all my momentum. Like I I've landed one client. I had I had two pretty big clients right before the COVID started, and then once COVID hit, I've had like one small client, and I haven't been able to get much uh, during the pandemic. And I think it's just a reality for most people. Like, right. Uh, but. That's the reason why, why the governments around the world did stimulus checks. It's because it is, it's like impossible to operate under COVID. Or not impossible, it's really hard to operate under COVID. So mm-hmm. I think a lot of people will find comfort in the fact that someone uh, who was traveling and working with a major corporation and, and like building his brand and stuff, he's, he's also struggling uh, both mentally, but also like in terms of strategy. I think yeah. it's real. And I think a lot of people uh, are going to feel uh, a, sort, a, a sense of comfort knowing that they're not alone. So
2: maybe I should maybe I should do some mental health Mondays or something. Yeah,
0: maybe. Maybe. Listen, man, here on the Blueprint Pod, we inspire ideas and we push people towards becoming their own legend.
2: Oh, that's dope. You just said that now. Put that, that on I a t shirt. Like, yeah, I know, right? Did you just make that up now, or that's like a yeah. yeah? I mean, hey.
0: I, I I I think I kind of stole it a little bit from Muhammad Imam because he said it in a video and uh something something like that, and just I just kinda stole that from him. Hey, that was dope. I like what y'all do. Yeah, man. <laughs> he's an That's inspiring good. guy, and he's got a voice like Scottie Pippen. I keep saying that to him. Like he a comfortable kind of like voice. Guy... Yeah,
1: just yeah, the basketball skills of a, of a rock. <laughs> yeah, the, the
0: basketball skills of a rock, but but the voice of Scottie Pippen. You like that? It was oh, The voice man. of a lockdown defender.
1: <laughs> That's it. The voice yeah, a lockdown. yeah, we in lockdown, man. <laughs> yeah, we in lockdown for for real. So, do you have any follow up questions? Well, how many yeah i was gonna ask like how, i mean you kind of like answered it, but how like especially now like how do you like plan to deal with these setbacks have you got a strategy in mind or you just want to like just get out there, you're raring to go
2: yeah so so i'm about to spend a month with my grandma like a whole month with my grandma and so uh, i have i have a, i'm making out a plan then and i'm just gonna just hit the ground running 221 because you And I know this is so cliche, and we've all said this for years now, but you never know what's going to happen, right? And time is of the essence, and I'm just going to hit the ground running. I'm going to send out goals, like send out at least 10 emails in the next two days and stuff like that, find brands Mm -hmm. that work with me. I'm just going to be on it, man, because I'm going to have nothing to do, just chilling with my granny. Mm -hmm. So there's no doubt in my mind that I'm not going to do that because... Mm -hmm. Everybody traveling, traveling, coming back. Once that vaccine come, baby.
0: Yeah, man. Sometimes we get our greatest ideas when we talk to the wisest peoples, right? So, Ooh. your grandmother. Whoa, put that on a t-shirt too. Damn, man, I'm on bro, fire right now.
2: Damn,
0: <laughs> put that on a t-shirt, man. Honestly.
1: <laughs> yeah. Know, Honestly. Right. Yeah. Uh, uh, another question, like, um, like for me, like, like professionally, I, I, I working at a T as a project manager kind of thing now. Um and I kind of like kind of stumbled upon it myself. I didn't have anyone like kind of to guide me into that. So I did like an apprenticeship when I was when I was twenty, and now I'm twenty five. And uh, like I, I didn't have anyone to like show me the way. And I feel like you you, you kind of have like a similar thing where like you you kind of trailblaze trailblaze that role yourself. And like who was doing that before you, and and like who influenced you in that way? I think that's uh, like I think like you're like a leading. Um, figuring in that kind of um, career that, that that probably a lot of people want to kind of get involved with now?
2: Oh, yeah, the whole travel thing. Well, mm. it was this one girl, her name is Glow Graphics. She's, she's super dope. Like she was playing basketball overseas too. And she was like teaching English and she was doing her travel thing and we were kind of doing the same thing, but she was already blogging it and stuff. I was doing my thing, but I was sending it all to my family. And, and my friends and then she just was like now nah, you need to do this 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 this." so she kind of like was inspiring me like i've seen her she blew up now she's super big when it comes to this travel game and like she's changed her whole thing i don't even know it's still travel but i think it's like more of like she's like a mentor now like she's like oprah and so um she's played a huge part in my whole uh travel game thing. And in the last couple of years, there's been this other girl named Marty San Diego. She's super dope. That's, our, mm. that's her name on Instagram. She's just like a go-getter. So like those are the people. And because I don't, I mean, there is males in the game, but I ain't looking up to none of them. You know what I'm saying? So I feel like it's mine for the taking. Like, if I'm trying to, I'm going to go as far as I put in it. So mm. I don't really have no other dudes to look up look up to when it comes to the travel game, mm. besides people that... And I can't say, like, I would say, like, Anthony Bourdain, but, yo, I didn't know Anthony Bourdain until, like, uh, three months before he died, you know what I mean? So I can't yeah. say, like, Anthony Bourdain, so I can't take that, but he is dope, and I do look at his stuff now and be like, oh, that's dope. Do everybody feel you feel? I look at his stuff now and be like, ah, oh, Yeah. That one dude—it's another show on Netflix. I can't remember this dude's name, but he used to be in High School Musical. He has his own travel show. I'm definitely Same not background. looking up to him. Yeah, I'm definitely not looking up to him. But I'm looking at stuff like, <laughs> ah, he's dope. You know what I mean? So yeah, <clears throat> yeah, man. I just try to—I kind of pave my own lane, and my stuff is different, bro. Like I work mm-hmm. for the NBA, so my traveling yeah. is a little bit different than everybody else.
0: Mm. I think uh, a lot of a lot of travel shows. At least the ones that I've seen, they've been pretty centered around food. Whereas yes. whereas yours is more like the local experience.
2: The culture, man.
0: The culture. Yeah, like you really like you really like you talk to local people, you eat local food, you try local events, like you're really like sh- showcasing the real side of the countries that you visit.
2: Yeah. Well, maybe I gotta move into somebody's Steve's field, this field. See the other <laughs> you No. Know. It'll happen. It'll happen. Be on the lookout. 2021.
0: I'm coming. Hey, I can't wait. So um, do you have any last words or are we going to wrap this up? Let me just ask, like,
1: have you thought of like, I don't know. I mean, I don't know how your job, like, because obviously you have a very unique kind of career. But have you ever thought of like hiring like an apprentice yourself, like trying to teach them like the ropes and, and like bringing them along with you on travels? I don't know. Like building like a little brand or something in, in that way. I don't know.
2: They I ain't never thought of it. It. I ain't never thought about it until you just said it. Would you trying to be my apprentice, baby? You wanna roll with me? Uh, no, I'm good, I'm good. <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> Let's do no, I ain't never thought of that. But I mean I've never thought of that because I never thought I was in a um in a position to give back mm-hmm. for because I don't got my stuff. To, I feel like I still don't have my stuff together. You know what yeah. I mean? Like so I've never mm-hmm. even that's never I'm not on that level yet. But mm-hmm. obviously well, once I get there I'll definitely yeah. do something like that. That's what my nonprofit is going to be about. Well, that's what it is about. Not going to be yeah. about. It's about getting kids passports and then taking them to go explore different cultures. So, mm.
0: Oh, that's very interesting. Yeah. Is that something you want to? You got a few minutes left. You want to end off when that with that talking about?
2: Yeah, Ace. It's Ace. Ace. A C E. Attitude changes everything. And it's uh, it's one of our first programs is the passport. For the youth and what we're doing is getting passports for kids and eventually taking them on a trip so they can see something different than what they're seeing in their everyday life because i believe when you are when you see different when you have different things when you see different things you you think differently like imagine how you would be if you traveled at a young age and you saw the world imagine what a lot of americans perceptions on Islam will be if they went to a Middle Eastern country at a young age. They wouldn't fall for that propaganda bull because they've met Muslims and they've met them and they lived their culture and they're like nah, this ain't something going on here, you know what I mean? Imagine right. how people would treat uh, Mexicans if they went to Mexico and they wouldn't fucking yeah. uh, stereotype them and stuff like that. So yeah. I believe that, um, and on the other side, imagine how people would treat inner city kids from Milwaukee if you went if if they went to another country and they saw us interacting with their culture. So I think it's all about that's what it's all about. Like so mm-hmm. that's do you have a that's... social
0: do we have a... us? Huh? sorry. Yeah um, you were saying?
2: No I think I think that's what it's all about. Giving people different options.
0: Do you have a, a, a social media for Ace?
2: Yeah I do. It's is whack though. It ain't it ain't up and running. We just we just started. We just got government. Um, we just were able to get tax reductions. Like if you give money, now you get a tax reduction. We just got that in November. We were supposed to kick off into 2020. And you obviously know what happened. Ace Foundation. Right. Um, we got a website. Ace Foundation. Hold on. Let me plug it. Let's okay. Hear it. So our Instagram is Ace underscore foundation underscore. And, and it, it, if you follow it, you'll probably be the only person that follows because I ain't never even told everybody about it yet. I just posted and was waiting for stuff to pop off, but you know the pandemic happened and I had to be in India. And when the pandemic happened, oh, I see you're here. yeah, it should be in there.
0: Yeah, I found it. I'll follow you, Ace Underscore Foundation Underscore.
2: Yeah, and we we are, it's super new. The people who are going to donate money, I told them to hold on, don't do it yet until we get things moving because of the whole pandemic stuff so right w- that's what i that's what i'm on that's what i'll be on i think i'm gonna do a coat drive when i go home for the holidays for ace because it's not only about passports it's about just better in the community where i live in or wherever i'm going you know what i'm saying so we can do a coat drive when i get home that's the goal and we just gonna move like that because of the because of covid yeah, that's right. all i that's all i got going right now
0: i mean that sounds interesting i think that sounds like a like something that that hopefully uh will, will turn out successful because it's going to impact a lot of people in a positive way
2: yeah oh yeah it, is. it will it and and, nice. and the message i feel like the message is so important like people gotta understand that attitude changes everything like it's it's, it's such underrated you know what i mean right right so and right, I so feel like you up? tell kids that you tell kids that at a young age, they could they'll take that with them for a long time. For sure. Yeah.
0: For sure. I think that's a that's a that's a pretty good thing. I didn't even know you were doing this, but now I know, I guess. Are you are you Sorry. What the hell is that?
2: That was a video on ace. I just looked at it. I ain't looked at this page in a minute. <laughs> hey.
0: Uh do you get do you get paid for the for the ABC travel green book?
2: Uh well, I'm only on the cover, so I got like a, I got paid for being on the cover. That's it. I don't get all right, paid. Well, let's
0: me. plug it then. It's it's uh, ABC Travel Book, connecting the African, how do you say, diaspora?
1: Diaspora, diaspora.
0: yeah. Diaspora, all right. Uh, ABC Travel Green Book, connecting the African diaspora globally. It's on Amazon, and it's got Phil in a, a later on the on the front page <laughs> by Martinique Lewis. Yes,
2: yes. Martinique Lewis. She's changing the travel game. But mm. so, she's changing the travel game for everybody yeah. for for women minorities everybody she ain't joking
0: mm. maybe we should get her on the on the episode on the podcast one day
2: yeah you should
0: so make sure you guys follow phil on instagram it's at phil walkie. are you using twitter and other stuff
2: Every, everything everything across the board is phil walkie yep i'm on everything
0: instagram twitter and make sure you check out his uh food um uh, food show. Oh no, I'm sorry. Oh, travel show <laughs> on, on travel show on the matador network. You can find it on YouTube. Yep. It's a pretty, a very, very interesting and, and entertaining uh, traveling show, um, on YouTube and it's free to watch, right?
2: Free to watch. Like, Absolutely. And they just, and we just won an award. We beat out uh, a show from the BBC and a show from, uh, some other, other, whatever. We just beat them out. I'm one of my episodes. So yeah, go check it out. It's the one is the Greb.
0: In Zagreb, what is that? Is that a country uh, or a city?
2: That's Croatia.
0: That's yeah. Croatia. Well, look at you, Phil. Champion on the court and champion off the court.
2: Yeah, you're trying.
0: <laughs> Thank you so much for jumping on on, on, uh, on the podcast. Uh, hopefully, we can get you on again in the future. Um yeah. But uh, until then, I hope everything turns out the best for your career and and that uh, this ace thing and, and uh, Phil Walkie thing and the NBA goals are, are, are going to come true.
2: Hey man, um, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. I appreciate y'all, man, for yeah. using, letting my voice be on y'all um, podcast. I appreciate it.
1: Yeah, first guest, a very powerful guest, and uh, we absolutely appreciate it as well. It's, it's a mutual respect, and yeah, man, keep on doing, keep on, keep up with the hard work, keep on thank inspiring you, people, man. man, and hopefully, you, yeah, bro. many more people, many more generations will be inspired by you.
2: Thanks, G. You. and you only twenty five. You young in this game, baby, Muhammad Alex, Yo you can be my apprentice baby <laughs> let's do it uh, uh, just
0: make sure you film it for the channel yeah, no, exactly. yeah
1: true, true. <laughs> it will be like a video it would be like Phil forces an introvert to go and talk, talk to people <laughs> oh that would be funny that would be really cool
2: you an introvert oh yeah I'd yeah, definitely uh, be
1: on you yo Phil <laughs> if, you,
0: if, you, if you ever come to, if you ever go to London after the pandemic I'll, I'll join you and we'll make this video happen I'm with it I'm like just yeah. go over there and uh, talk <laughs>
2: Did you <laughs> see me running away. I'm like, I'm like just jump say hilarious. inshallah, just say
1: it. <laughs> I'm like, right, inshallah, I'm gonna jump up, I'm gonna jump into the Thames. Oh man, that's
2: hilarious! All, All right, right, man, so. I'm gonna
0: let's wrap it up for now. You yep. take care,
2: Phil. See you guys later. Have a good day.
0: All right, take it easy, man. Nice to meet. You. Peace. Right. Thank you for listening to the Blueprint Pod. If you enjoyed this episode, make sure you tell a friend and stay tuned for the next one. Peace.